0: This is the Money Unleashed podcast, a look at the financial issues facing investors and those getting ready for retirement. Here's the president of the Hoffman Financial Group, Chris Hoffman, and his co-host, Randy Cook. So we're going to talk about what's working and what's not working. Chris, over the last couple of years, we've talked about you know five or six different stocks that have held the market up in the tech area, yep. but Google is down 28%. Amazon is down 25%. Facebook, which is now Meta, is down 55%. So these are the stocks that held it up, and these are the stocks that are dragging it down.
1: Yeah, and we shouldn't be shocked, right? I mean, they've shot up like crazy. Mm-hmm. But let me ask everybody this question. Do you think Google is going to be a strong company for years to come? I do, yes. All right. so why not buy it at a 28% discount? Even if I'm right and there's another 22% down market, mm-hmm. Okay, So let's say Google loses another 10 percent. If you're buying it for the long – which you – if you're buying tech stocks, you should be holding them for a long period of time. Right. Don't trade in and out of these guys. But Google, I think it's a good company. Amazon, Mm -hmm. I think it's a great company. Yep. So Facebook, I've never really embraced and I should have because it's a heck of a stock. But I think this is – symptomatic of underlying issues with it. Right. So I would hold off on Facebook not to get into stock recommendations. But you know, those are good numbers. If I could buy these stocks at a 30% discount, mm-hmm. not all bad. What's interesting is everybody really follows the stock market and knows what's going on with the major stocks out there. So there are different classifications of them or sectors of them, dividend stocks, growth stocks, the NASDAQ, the S&P. We track those pretty closely. What I'm more interested in talking about and analyzing for my clients is what's changing in the investment world decade over decade. Okay. And I turned 55 last Friday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm getting a little nostalgic looking back <laughs> over decades now. Yeah. But I think that's the key is to understand not what's working day to day, but what's going to work over the next five to 10 years? Well, like the
0: 60-40 portfolio is a good example. That's been a standard, a staple on Wall Street for years. It is having its worst year since 1936. Yep. And it's down, what is it, 15%.
1: 15%. So, you know, you, somebody says to you, hey, build out a stock and bond portfolio. It'll protect you. You won't ride the market. It's fine. What's the market down? About 20% so mm-hmm. far mm-hmm. for the year and you've lost 15 you've lost 3 quarters of that right like that doesn't feel good like you're thinking who lied to me <laughs> right what happened to this you've got 40% of your assets that are protected and generating income mm-hmm. which should offset the loss and you're still down 15% and it gets a little bit scarier from there when you look at things like gold Gold's down 8% this year. How is that possible? How how is that possible? Inflation is supposed to be – a scary thing for everybody. And you're supposed to buy assets that typically grow when inflation takes off. Mm -hmm. And gold has completely defied that. Mm -hmm. It's going nowhere. And people are saying, well, is Bitcoin replacing gold? I don't know. Maybe the next generation is ignoring precious metals, but gold's not a good inflation hedge anymore. So you've lost 8% if you backed out It's better than losing 20%, but how about losing nothing? How about that being our goal? (laughs) So that's what's going on with gold. And then I talk about bonds, or we talk about bonds all the time, and it kind of relates to the 60-40 index that Mm lost 15%. But you've got a statistic here on a Barclays U.S. Treasury bond, 10 to 20-year fund. Tell them how far that's down. Down 22%. A bond fund in the world. On, I know.
0: On a falling market, that's where they're supposed to shine and they're down 22%. Yeah,
1: it doesn't make, well, it makes sense because of interest rates sure. going up, 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 up. Sure. But that changes, so that's where our thinking and our process goes and our analysis and our active management comes in, which is we can't rotate back into losers. You can't rotate back into gold. You can't rotate back into bonds. You can't rotate into cash or money market or CDs. You have to have better alternatives for it, and you have to stay nimble, liquid. It's time in the market, not timing the market. It's not cash. It's not bonds. These are very basic things that we've analyzed for the past several years, and we saw the bond bear market Mm -hmm. screaming at us last year as soon as the Fed said they were done talking about it being transitory. Mm -hmm. As soon as they lost that language, it was out of bonds, and I had a client ask me uh, at the meeting I held last week. She said, you're not big on bonds. Will you ever be big on bonds? And I said, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe mid-next year to late next year, if we feel like interest rates have spiked, I would absolutely put bonds in my client portfolios at a very high interest rate now. If they push this thing to four and a half, mm-hmm. you can get good corporate bonds, et cetera, et cetera. The difference in the way that I purchase bonds for clients versus most advisors is I want to buy the individual bonds. So that way we control it. If you hold it to maturity, you'll get back all of your principal. As opposed to a bond fund. Yeah, a bond fund. They're buying and selling and buying and selling. And that's why this is down 22%. Right. Barclays is playing the, I have to actively manage these bonds versus just buying them holding them to maturity, getting all of your principal back, and you've collected the interest. But today, interest is way too low. It's not meeting inflationary rates. So I can't buy bonds, and I don't want people's portfolios to even suffer on an unrealized loss. There are better instruments today. A year from now might be a whole different story. And so, don't you want an advisor that's working with the different asset classes and going where you can make the most money and be the most protected? Or do you want an advisor that puts you in a cookie-cutter portfolio, charges you 1%, never calls you, never meets with you? It's like it's not a fiduciary response. Why am I paying this guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's a whole other discussion about the right. brokerage business versus the advisor business. If you have a financial advisor and you're paying them a percent – Hound them, mm-hmm. call them, every quarter call them, <laughs> email them, call them, <laughs> like get, make them go to work for you because I'll tell you that 99.99% of them are are sitting, collecting the fees, and ignoring your portfolio. How do you like that for a statement? It'll come back. But I see it. Stay in the market. All right. So we've talked about a lot here about what is
0: not working on this list. There are just a few things that have a plus sign on them, and most of them have to do with utilities. So the whole idea here is what's working, what's not working. When people come to you and say, well, where do I go with my money in a market like this? There is a bull market
1: somewhere. Yep. So what's interesting about that, the fact that the XLE is up 44%. Is most people would say, okay, well, I want to do that. They'd say to their advisor, well, put me in that. Mm -hmm. Well, it's too late. Right. It's up 44%. The ride has been there. Yeah. Yeah. So now you got to figure out what the next big thing's going to be. And I would look at Google and Amazon and those other beaten down, very well capitalized, very profitable high tech companies as a potential rebound target Mm -hmm. where you can make tons of money on it, maybe not right now, maybe wait for the market to settle down a little bit more, but you don't jump in after it's gone up 44%. And this reminds me of what people have done for the past five years in the equities markets. As equities were going up and we were having 20% gaining years, they got very anxious. They got very aggressive. They pushed more and more and more and more money in because they had a fear of being left out. Don't have a fear of being left out of the XLE and the energy stocks that have boomed. Look for the value stocks. Mm -hmm. Look for the stocks that pull back 50 percent, that are well capitalized, very liquid, very stable, have a dominant market share, have good leadership on the board of directors and the CEO level. And invest in those. And if you want to know how we would look at that world, you give us a call, we'll lay it all out for you. But right now, jumping into energy, I wouldn't sell my energy holdings, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't jump in with more money at a 44% increase. I would start to consider when am I going to go into these beaten down tech sector stocks. Mm -hmm. That's what I'd be looking at.
0: You're listening to Money Unleashed with Chris Hoffman at the Hoffman Financial Group. And one of the things that we've talked about many times on this show is how many of us are just paralyzed. We don't know what to do. So we just sit and watch our money go down. And it may well be that we have over the next six, eight, nine months, more down markets before we get our way out of this. And some of these moves by the Fed start to finally kick in. So if you're that close to retirement, are you willing to throw away another 10 or 20 percent of your retirement money and i would say most of us would say no do something right now to protect that money give us a call at the hoffman financial group look at our website and make an appointment get a date on a calendar and let's put the papers out on the table and do the analysis at least know where you are if you're out of balance and you've got way too much in the market why can't we could pull some of that back
1: yeah and this and this isn't a complicated process for the individual investor it's our life's work we love it but we'll do all of the analysis Mm -hmm. and or recommendations on potential changes. But there are really four things you can take advantage of in a meeting with Hoffman Financial Group. So the first thing is we can kind of do a portfolio X-ray on what do you have currently and how it's behaving and where your areas of vulnerability are. Give you a study on your current portfolio, Mm -hmm. right? Free of charge. So that's an X-ray of the portfolio. From there, We can make a recommendation on how to optimize your current portfolio, what changes we would make, where we would shift assets, et cetera. So that's number two. From there, if you're in a position where you're nearing or in retirement, we can do a full income plan for you, which will take your whole financial life, your Social Security, your pensions, your rental income, your dividends, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And basically, that's where we want to replace your paycheck and have your portfolio and your financial life send you exactly what you were making during your working years without having to invade your principal. So that's number three. And then number four, and some people jump to this when they first call us. They say, yeah, I'm I'm ready for a full financial plan, Mm -hmm. which includes the income plan, portfolio analysis, portfolio optimization, tax strategies, inflation hedges, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But there's four components. We do all the work. You just do all the listening and collaboration with us in a quick meeting, and we'll give you the documents to take with you. It's a powerful way of managing your portfolio, your investment life, your full financial plan, and having a roadmap in writing to do it with.
0: Thanks for listening to the Money Unleashed podcast with Chris Hoffman. To find out more about the Hoffman Financial Group, go to UnleashYourMoney.com. And join Chris for his radio show, Money Unleashed, Sundays at 2 p.m. on WSB Radio Atlanta.